I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Yesterday the RLP, they announced their dream team for 2023. So the best 13 as voted by the players. Always a really, really interesting vote because it doesn't come down to daily end points. It doesn't come down to appearances. It just comes down to who players found the hardest to handle. And you quite often get a little bit of a different perspective. Like sometimes you might see guys that come up with these incredible stats and they dominate in Supercoach and we just sit there and go, wow, what a football. But then you speak to guys and they're like, look, we don't really worry about him. He might get through a heap of tackles. He gets through a lot of work. He's a good footballer. But he doesn't strike fear in us. He's not the sort of guy that can beat us. And this is where I think when you're you're naming your best 13 via the RLPA, you sort of go off, okay, who's the last guy that I want to come up against? Who's the guy that I fear the most in that position? So I always find this to be very, very interesting. Now, uh, I was doing a thing with Bloke and Avar and Tom and Eddie yesterday, and they said, oh, the team just dropped, and they went to Reddit. I said, no, I don't want to hear it. I'm avoiding it. I walked away. I said, let me uh, let me walk away so I don't hear it because I want to do a live reaction to it on the podcast. I found some time. But what I also did is I noticed that the RLPA, for the last week, they have been dropping um, the nominees for each one. So there's about three or four in each position. So I thought I'd just go through, first of all, and give my predictions for each of them. So obviously, you guys, by this point, you listen to this, you'll probably know who was selected in the RLPA team. Uh, but I'm going to go through each position, uh, and I'm going to talk about uh, the guys that I I think will get picked. And then at the end, I will go through the actual side, which as I said, I have not seen yet. I haven't had a chance to have a look at it. So I'm very, very excited to see uh, which direction people went in. There's been a couple of times where I've sort of stumbled on it on Instagram uh, and I've had to move away from it quickly to make sure I didn't see it, which I've managed to. So let's get stuck in too. The RLPA Dream Team. Let's start at fullback. So the fullback nominees uh, from the RLPA for the Players' Champion were Reese Walsh, Dylan Edwards, and Kalen Ponga. Uh, now, obviously, I think Kalen Ponga's had such a tremendous season, obviously, towards the back end. He's been unreal. His last 10 games have been sensational, very much so, like some of the best runs we've seen. Uh, but I do think it is worth noting that 
you know, granted, his last 10 games were incredible. I think he played some teams twice. Like, for example, I think he played Canterbury twice in that. I think he might have played the Dolphins twice in that off the dome. Uh, so there is a number of teams that he just simply didn't play during that period as well. So guys would be basing their votes off during the year, how they played him when he was playing 5-8 and whatnot. He didn't play Origin this year as well, keep in mind. So it wouldn't surprise me if KP, despite his form, doesn't get a bait. Dylan Edwards, he's been sensational this year. But I think Dylan Edwards this year has probably done more of the same, what he's done last few years. And I think sometimes consistency when it comes to these sort of things, it can hurt you. Reese Walsh, he's the one that has absolutely jumped out of the box this year, and he's the guy that has just hurt teams from round one to round 27. So I reckon the players will select Reese Walsh because he has given edge players a nightmare all season. He has just been electric. So Reese Walsh, he's my prediction to get the RLPA fullback there. Wingers. The nominees, Dallin Wateniz-Lesniak, Brian To'o, Selwyn Cobo, and Jermaine Isako. Uh, Dallin Wateniz-Lesniak, I think, will be one. He's been tremendous this season out on that edge. Very, very hard to handle. The other spot, I'm not too sure. Once again, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, the consistency of Brian To'o probably doesn't elevate him to that crazy level again. Jermaine Osako has obviously come from absolutely nowhere this year, and he has killed it. He's been so hard to handle. Very rarely has he been stopped on that wing. He's been tremendous. And Selwyn Cobo is just an absolute freak. Uh, very hard to work out who they're going to pick here. I think one will be DWZ, and then I think the other one might be Jermaine Osako. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets a bait. I think his form this year has been incredible, but... You know, honestly, it could be any of these two of these four, and it wouldn't surprise me, the wingers. That's a very, very open contest, but I'm going to go DWZ, and I'm going to go Isako. Uh, Dallium Center of the... Oh, Dallium, fuck me. RLPA Dream Team Center. Uh, there's four options here. Campbell Graham, Joey Manu, Stephen Crichton, and Herbie Farmworth. Um, for me... I don't think Campbell Graham, I think if you would have said at the end of round 10, who's it going to be? I think Campbell Graham would have shit in. I think the back end of his season, he played with an injury throughout the back end of the year that really cost him form-wise. So unfortunately, I don't think Campbell Graham will be one of them. Joey Manu's been good this year without being unbelievable. I probably wouldn't say he's been as dominant this year as what he has been in previous years. So I'm actually leaning towards the other two. I think Herbie Farmworth's a really good chance to, to, to win one of these spots. Every time I watch him, he is just breaking tackles left, right, and center. I'm sure he would be on every single whiteboard every single week against the Brisbane Broncos, but seemingly no one can stop him. So I think Herbie will be one, and I think Credo will be the other one. He's had a really good season, jumping from right center to left center, popping up all over the place. I think he's been really, really strong. So I think Campbell Graham is the fourth one, and and I think he's the fourth by distance. Then I think it will be Herbie and Critter, but yeah, maybe Joey Manu just off reps in the past and whatnot. But I'd be leaning towards Herbie and Critter here. Um, let's move to five eight. Where's five eight? There we go. Uh, Dream Team five eight. So the options here are Cam Munster, Ezra Mam, Cody Walker. Uh, I was having this discussion with someone the other day, and we're saying who's going to win Dallium five eight of the year, and I sort of said, mate, I've got no idea. It really hasn't been a year. For the five eights, I mean, even these nominees, like Ezra Mam's been good in patches, uh, but he's also been very, very quiet in patches. Cameron Munster, he's had a good season, hasn't been his best season by any means, even as far as Origin, when he was reasonably quiet, realistically. Cody Walker was electric in the first half of the season, then sort of fell off a cliff in the back half of the season. Uh, actually, fell, fell off a cliff is probably unfair for Cody Walker. He still had a number of good games in that period where they were losing games. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, I think maybe Cameron Munster because of, you know, just past appearances and whatnot and maybe he's been a little bit more consistent. Uh, I guess it will it'll depend on how teams have viewed Cody. I'm probably going to lean towards Cody, to be honest with you. I think at the start of his season was unbelievable. He was just an incredible touch. And then I think even in the back end of the season, despite them not winning games, I thought he had some really good ones. But he also had some really poor ones. And his poor games were probably poorer than Cam Munster's. So, I don't know. I think it will be Munster or Walker. I can't see Ezra Mam getting it with all due respect to him. So one of those two, I'm probably going to lean slightly to Cody Walker, but uh, that's a real lottery there. Halfback, you got SJ, Cleary, and DCE. Uh, I don't think it'll be DCE. I don't think he's the sort of guy that strikes fear into teams. Um, Nathan Cleary and Sean Johnson, very interesting. Um, I think I would fear Nathan Cleary a lot more, but there's no doubt whatsoever SJ's been in you know, career best form this year. He has just been cutting teams to pieces. I think if you're a left-edge defense, uh, you're probably going to go for SJ. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I think once again with these Panthers boys, I think that because Nate Cleary just holds such a high standard all the time and SJ has come from, you know, 10 to 90, I think SJ will probably get it here. But uh, Nate Cleary would be the one that I would fear the most. But, yeah, I think SJ will probably get it for this season. I think that's fair because his improvement – and, you know, I make it sound like he was a shit footballer. He's come from nowhere. He hasn't. But just his the way that his confidence and the way that his game has adapted, um, I just didn't see this sort of season coming for SJ. So I think people will lean towards SJ because the gap between where he was last year and this year is absolutely massive. Compared to Nath Cleary, compared to DCE, hasn't really been a stack of change there for those guys. Nath Cleary's obviously missed a lot of footy as well, so a lot of more guys would have played against SJ. So – yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead towards SJ there. All right, let's get stuck into the forward pack. So in the front row, got to pick two of them. The options are Payne Haas, Tino, Adam Fanua Blake, and Lindsay Collins. Um, first of all, I think Adam Fanua Blake will shit in. I think he scored 10 tries this year. He has been dynamic for the Warriors. So I think he will be a guy that will get in. And I just don't think you can ignore Payne Haas. I think if Payne Haas misses out on this, I think it's simply because he does this every year and guys might be starting to get used to it. Uh, but I still think teams would look at Payne Haas every week and go, fuck me, I'm going to need an ice pack at half time here. So I'm going to go Payne Haas and AFB. Lindsay Collins has been tremendous. He's come up with a number of big plays. But I think who scares you the most and who would you who, who would have the most impact on you when you look back at the season. I think it'll be AFB and Payne Haas. They just leave you with ice packs around you. Uh, Tino, very, very similar. I'd probably, I reckon he would rank a little bit higher than Lindsay on this, uh, but Lindsay's had an incredible season. But I just think Haas and AFB, especially because they're in top teams and they're hard to compete with and they've won a lot of games, it'll feel like they're always on top of you, which they are. So is Tino, to be fair. But I think being in top teams, it'll probably go to Payne Haas and AFB. I think forwards is a really good example of you pick guys that are just fucking hard to handle, that are just mission impossible to tackle, that'll palm you off, that'll bump you the after two men all the time. It is a theme that I notice with this team every year that players tend to pick the guys, fuck, that's the guy I don't want to deal with. So for me this year, I would go Payne Haas and I would go AFB. B. Uh, dream team lock forward. Lock forward. The nominees are Pat Carrigan, Isaiah Yo, and Tohu Harris. Jesus, cop that Cam Murray. Didn't even get a bait. Oh, I was actually having a big conversation about this today with Kempi. We weren't actually talking about this team. As I said, I avoided that. We're just talking about the best lock forward, and we're saying that, you know, potentially, and, you know, I know people sit and go, oh, Kempi's just saying that because he's a Broncos fan, but I'm actually starting to agree with him. I think Pat Carrigan is slowly becoming the best 13 in rugby league. His leadership, his ball playing, just how tough he is in defense, the motor he's got, it really is 
incredible. Uh, but Isaiah Yo, once again, I think similar to a lot of these Penrith boys, I don't think he will get it just because he sort of stayed at the same level. Uh, and sometimes consistently like that can hurt you in awards like this. Torhu Harris, though, has been tremendous this year. He's been unbelievable. But once again, Torhu Harris, his ball movement's very good. I just think Pat Carrigan, the engine and the extra little things he does, I think he'll probably get uh, the lock forward award here. But uh, yeah, tough one there. I'm leaning slightly towards Pat Carrigan. I don't think Isaiah Yo will get it. I think it will be Torhu Harris or Paddy Carrigan. I'm going to go Paddy C for lock forward. Uh, dream team hooker of the year for 2023. The options are Wade Egan, Appy Coruscant, or Harry Grant. I don't think Appy gets it for his performances this year, especially in a team that was really battling. Uh, so I'm happy to rule Appy out now. I think Wade Egan would be right up there. He's had a very, very good season, but I just think Harry Grant, he is the out-and-out best hooker in rugby league that plays week to week. Uh, and I think Harry Grant will get it. He's the most dynamic runner of the football we've got out of dummy half. So I think he'd be the guy that would strike the most fear and decides. Uh, he's had a very good season, Harry Grant. Some of his highlight games have just been astronomical. So, uh, yeah, I can't really see Appy or Wade Egan toppling Harry Grant this year. Uh, and the last one is the Dally M. Uh, I did it again. The RLPA. Players champion, dream team, second row. Got to pick two of these guys. The options are Olukawatu, Fafita, Britton Okota, and Liam Martin. Um, Olukawatu had a really good finish to the season, but I don't know. I, I probably couldn't pick him. Um, there was a couple of weeks before Ojum where I thought, fuck, he's going to potentially make his debut here. But then he dropped off a little bit. He is a guy that's obviously very hard to handle, so he really does fit the textbook of guys that get picked in this team. But I, I just don't think he's done quite enough this year. For Fafita, I think he will be there. Um, he's probably my favorite out of those four to get in. So David Fafita, the other one, Britton Nicola and Liam Martin. All right, I'll tell you what, Liam Martin is a sneaky one to get in there, I'm telling you. Um, I always say on the off-season episodes that I do with Maddie, if you want to know if someone understands rugby league or not, get their opinion on Liam Martin. If they say eh, he's overrated, that's the greatest indication you can possibly get that someone doesn't understand the game. Liam Martin's an absolute gun, and I know that each and every player hates playing against him. So I reckon he's a good chance. But Britt Nicotero, man, those lines he's been running this year, he has been unreal for the Sharkies. I'd argue he's been their best forward. Actually, I would confidently say he's been their best forward this year, Britton Nicotero. So I think he'll be right up there. I would probably go for Fita and uh, Liam Martin. He might get held back because of the form, because of just how consistent the Panthers are and how consistent he is. So maybe Britton Nicotero. I'm going to back in Liam Martin. I'm going to go for Fida and Liam Martin. I know when you talk to guys in this competition, how high they are on Marto there. So Britton Nicotero, very unlucky to miss my side. All right. Let's go and have a look at what the actual team looks like. As I said, I haven't had a look at it yet, so we'll go position by position. I've just opened it up, and there are a few shocks in there. A few guys slept on too. Wow. Okay, the fullback is Reese Walsh. We did accurately predict him. I think that is a fair shout. He's just cut edges to absolute shreds this year. He's been very, very impressive. The wingers. DWZ, who he thought was our first pick, so he's in. Brian Toto, another fantastic pick by the players, and I love it, but I thought the players might sleep on Brian Toto a little bit just because he's so consistent and Jermaine Osako had come from nowhere, but I actually think this is the right call by the players. I think Brian Toto, once again, has been the best winger in rugby league, uh, but I thought that uh, they might go in a different direction because of the improvement of other guys, but very happy for Brian Toto to be there. Centers, I think I picked this one. Herbie Farmworth, I think I definitely had in there just because of how many, t- how many tackle breaks he's had this 
this year. He's just been untouchable. Um, and Stephen Crichton, I think he was my other centre pick from memory. You guys would have just listened to it. I can't remember it. But I'm pretty sure I picked those two. I can't even remember who the other nominees were, but I'm pretty sure I had those two. 5-8 went Cam Munster. I actually went for Cody Walker here. It was a coin toss between those two. I would. It really hasn't been a year for 5-8s. No 5-8s have really jumped out of the box. Jackie White and very quiet. Luke Keary pretty quiet until the back end. Jerome Lawyer's had a good year, to be fair. Uh, but once again, he hasn't absolutely brained it. So, Cam Munster, fair shout. Uh, I imagine Cam Munster would be such a pain in the ass to come up against. But I did think Cody Walker, I'd love to see the votes on that one, how tight it was. Halfback, Sean Johnson. Great call there. Uh, obviously, Nath Cleary, he's been tremendous this year again. But SJ, from where he's come from to where he is now, I completely understand why the players have gone after, have gone for him there. Uh, that makes complete success, uh, complete sense. So, we got that one. Right, lock forward, Paddy Carrigan. Yep, we were pretty confident on this one. Uh, we ruled Isaiah Yo out. We thought Tohu Harris was a sniff, uh, but I'm genuinely starting to think that Pat Carrigan is the best 13 in rugby league. The more I watch, and uh, hopefully, well, I'm selfishly hoping that we get the two best teams in the competition this year next week in the grand final because this is one matchup I can't wait for. You get Cleary and Reynolds, you get Pat Carrigan, Isaiah Yo. Like it's just absolutely mouthwatering. Um, second row forwards, wow. Jesus, Ola Kawatu, I ruled him out. I put the red sharpie straight through him. I didn't think he'd be in this side. So shout out to Ola Kawatu. Um, once again, he is that sort of guy that I imagine must be a fucking nightmare to come up against. DC is always getting him good, clean ball. Um, so yeah, it just shows you how hard this guy must be to handle. But yeah, I sort of thought his form this year has been a little bit up and down. When it's been up, he's been tremendous. No doubt about that. But yeah, very interesting. The other one was Liam Martin. I think we ended up going for Marto. Um, I just know the sort of respect that players in this competition have for Liam Martin. So I think that's a good shout. But I'll tell you what, Fafita missing out has shocked me beyond belief. I thought he would be an absolute shit in to this side. In fact, uh, what do you? Uh, I'll tell you what, he would have been right up there with my almost certainties. I am very, very surprised at that. So very interesting voting there. Liam Martin, Olukawatu. Both got in over Fafita. Just Britt Nickery, you could say he's been unlucky, but Fafita, geez, I'd almost call that a robbing. Um, Hooker, Harry Grant, uh, I thought this one was pretty obvious. I think it was always going to be Harry Grant. Egan's had a very good season, but just not at the level of Harry Grant. And I think Appy playing at the Tigers, I don't think he's had enough opportunities to really scare people. So Harry Grant, I back that. Front row forwards. Yeah, the two big boys, Payne Haas and Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, the front rowers that missed out were Tino and I am shooting a blank. Who the other one? Lindsay Collins. Yeah, we, we didn't think those two would get in. I thought that AFB scoring 10-odd tries this year. I thought he'd get in. And Payne Haas, I mean, he's just Payne Haas. I'm very, very stoked to see guys like Payne Haas and a guy like Brian Toto make it, who I think have been the best winger and the best front row forward this year. But they were probably the best front row forward and best winger last year as well. They've all like they've, they've probably gone to a slightly higher level, but not much compared to other guys, how much they've improved from how where they were last season. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So really, really happy to see those guys rewarded once again that their peers have voted them the best in their position. So, yeah, look, our predictions weren't too bad. Um, what did we oh, – we missed on Ola Kawatu by Country Mile. I think we missed on Brian Toto as well. Uh, Brian Toto was one I was happy to get wrong, though. I'm glad the players voted for him. Ola Kawatu, uh, that has knocked me for six. I think for feeder. Very, very unlucky to miss this side. That one has shocked me. Uh, guys, that's our live reaction to the RLPA Dream Team for 2023. Congratulations to all players selected. I, I love the Dally M's. I love the team of the years that you know everyone does and everything. But I think this one is the most important one, seeing from the players' perspective which players they would have there. Probably a bit of politics and everything that comes into it. But these guys, I think they've got so much respect for each other and so much respect for how tough the game is that they play. That uh, I think this is a very good representation of how guys have gone this year and whatnot. So shout out to the RLPA. I love this sort of content, and it's always good to see. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.